Luke, Luke kind of played with me a little bit when I first got there. And hey, we don't have anything for you right now. And I told him when we were in his office, I said, Coach, my whole world is out in that little Subaru car. I want to, I want to be at Notre Dame. He said, No, okay. Well, you're on probation. <laughs> Being a Christian guy, I know God's in control. And, you know, when you're obedient to what he wants you to do and you listen to his voice and you go do it, yeah. then, and you're doing the right thing, good things are going to happen. You just got to believe that. And sure. for me, that's that's certainly, it's transpired. Five equals one. You got to have five doing it the right way every play, man. You What's don't it say underneath every... right there? I can't see that part. Jackson State, five equals one, Jackson State. Nice. Hey, welcome back to another rep. My name is Steve Hagan. I love this show because we get to talk about uh, other people's stories. And today is another great story. A good friend of mine, we coach together. His name is Mike Markison. He's going to tell you about coaching with Deion Sanders down at Jackson State, which is super awesome. But before we go there, if you like it, hit like, hit subscribe. Tell your people, tell your friends, but let's go get another rep. Let's go, Coach Mike. Let's go. Hey, my man, Mike Marcuson. Thanks for coming on another rep. Really appreciate you. Um, man, you're at Jackson State with Deion Sanders. That's kind of fun, huh? Been a great year, Steve. You know, we, uh, we're we undefeated right now. We finished last week uh, against our arch rival, Alcorn State in a tough contest down there and pulled it out. And so we're just, uh, we've got, uh, we're off this week and then we'll play the championship game December 3rd. Uh, we don't know who that opponent uh, will be yet because there's a game this weekend. So it's either going to be Prairie View or Southern at Jacktown. Jacktown. <laughs> Jacktown. Let's talk about Jacktown. Well, let's go back first before we talk about Jacktown. Let's talk about you. You've been coaching for 40 years, coaching O-line for 40 years. That's yep. awesome. What an awesome career, man. And uh, man, I, we did another podcast earlier, maybe about a year ago or so, and we kind of went into your history. But just to recap it briefly, you know, where you started out, where we met, and then where you took it from where we met, and just kind of briefly tell everybody. Yeah. You know, I got, I got into coaching kind of as a not a mistake, but out of desperation because I needed a job. I moved back to my hometown after college, didn't know what I wanted to do. And they had a varsity position open to coach football at Farmington high school in Farmington, Minnesota. The athletic director hired me. I was a substitute teacher. And really how I got into college after that was I had a good friend of mine who was a graduate assistant coach at Northern Illinois for basketball. And he was telling, and he was telling me how it worked to be a graduate assistant coach, and what that entailed, and it, and it intrigued me so much. And I liked the coaching part. Now, and you agreed I, to being a becoming a graduate assistant. What the heck? <laughs> yeah, yeah, one of about a hundred years, but little did uh, we know, right? Little, did yeah, we know. little did we know. But you know, talking to him, he really uh, set the stage for me, and I was able to get on at South Dakota State. Was my first. Uh, a college job, a graduate assistant job. Of course, back in those days, you had to get your master's degree. There was no quality control jobs. It was, right. you're going to go coach, you're going to earn the degree, That's right. which I, I'm glad I did. You know, that was, uh, I had a re little redemption from my bad years as an undergrad. I wasn't very good. 
so I had to straighten up in uh, in graduate school. But you know, I just from South Dakota State, it just I was on my journey. That's super cool. I and you uh, went over to yeah. Oklahoma State. Went to Oklahoma State, you know, and uh, the two years I was there, we had two great tailbacks, Thurman Thomas, who, you know, he played in four Super Bowls with the Buffalo Bills. And, of course, Barry Sanders won the Heisman Trophy the year I was there. That was just a phenomenal The guy rushed for almost 2,600 yards. And to coach that offense line, help coach the line and be a part of that and, and, and see him win that trophy was special. That is you know, so crazy. Then, uh, I mean, you of course, got, you and I met the. You got Thurman Thomas as your starter, and Barry Sanders as the backup. What? Yeah. Well, the irony behind that is is that when I was at Arkansas, the same irony with Darren McFadden and Felix Jones. I mean, Felix Jones and Barry Sanders, both of those guys as young players, could have started in a lot of everywhere in yeah. the United States as their tailback. But they chose – they were behind really good backs and that were in front of them and just, you know, uh, waited their time. And uh, obviously both of them got drafted. But it kind of a unique situation for me in that watching a duo, you know, being in, with two duo backs that were just outstanding and to see how their life progressed. Thank, goodness there, was, thank goodness there was no transfer portal then. No, no doubt. And, you know, the one thing that I remember the most about uh, Barry and and Felix, very unselfish guys. They were team guys, team players. Did everything the coaches asked them to. You never heard one word out of them. They were just really team guys and really good guys. And yeah. that's why they were, they were both so successful. Yeah, no doubt. You know. So. And then awesome. you went from Oklahoma State. Did you go right there to Notre Dame? And that's where we met. Went to Notre Dame, and my tie there obviously was the same as you, probably Pete Cordelli through Coach Houston Nutt, and then, yeah. you know, Coach Coach Nutt played for Coach Holtz at Arkansas. So there was a tie there. You know, we kind of worked it all together, and I come up there and, uh, you know, didn't know for sure because Lou, Lou kind of played with me a little bit when I first got there. and said, hey, we don't have anything for you right now. And I told him when we were in his office, I said, Coach, my whole world is out in that little Subaru car. I want to. I want to be at Notre Dame. He said, "No, okay. Well, you're on probation." <laughs> well, one thing led to another in the spring, and they ended up promoting Jay Hayes, who had one of those GA spots, and I think I got his GA spot. But yeah, it was a little bit dicey there for a while because I was nervous. You know, yeah. oh, golly, I, I yeah, pack up. Your ass was on probation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're you're on probation, and then finally. You know, Joe Moore, and you remember this, the great thing about coaching for Coach Holtz, especially at my position, probably yours too, offensive line, I got to coach. Oh, yeah. I didn't have to run a scout team. I was coaching the line with Joe Moore. Yeah. That, that was a special, special deal. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Joe finally told him, hey, I got to see this guy coach and see if I like him, you know, number yeah. one. And that's what he told me. And, we, and finally, when we got to go ahead, I think, I think I got to coach about the second half of spring ball there in Notre Dame. So, yeah, you know, the, uh, you know, I know we made a little bit of light and a little bit fun of coach Holtz, but what an experience. I mean, what a treasured experience for me. I can only speak for me, but I know those are some of the most valuable coaching lessons that I learned, you know, being in those staff rooms every day and 
and just the discipline and uh, what it, what he was doing to drive that team towards a championship was just phenomenal. I loved it. So Yeah, I would say for me too, if somebody said what was – I would say it was my most unique experience at the time being to look back to go to Notre Dame. I mean, football, you, football, you just think of football yeah. back in the days. You think of Notre Dame with Rockney and all the old – the four horsemen oh, and geez. just all that. The legacy and the tradition, and and then to, and then the coach for Coach Holtz and uh, Joe Moore, and uh, it was unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll never forget. I mean, shit, that was nineteen eighty nine. I mean, that was a long time ago, man. Yeah, long, <laughs> long, long time ago. Doesn't seem yeah. that long ago, but it is. It was. A long yeah. Time ago, but now um, we'll fast forward because you coached at. Since then, you've coached at Murray State and, and Boston. Austin P, Murray State, Boise State, Arkansas, Wisconsin, Ole yes. Miss, yeah. Eastern yeah. Illinois, UTSA, Canadian Football League, Hamilton. You and I doing a little time at Ensworth High School in Nashville. <laughs> you know, right. That's right. it's been it's just been an unbelievable ride. You know, and and we never know the reason why things happen, but you know, you know, and we've said it before, you know being a Christian guy, I know God's in control. And, you know, when you're obedient to what he wants you to do and you listen to his voice and you go do it, yeah. then, and you're doing the right thing, good things are going to happen. You just got to believe that. And that's for right. me, that's, that's certainly it's transpired. So yeah, exactly. You know. So you're at Jackson state with Dion now, and uh, you guys are like 25 and five. You played two years of football, but three seasons go figure because of COVID you started right spring and then you did you did like a spring season and then you did a real season and then now you're into your full second season and you guys are 11 and 0 in this season yeah you're killing yeah. yeah it's uh well we really took advantage of the transfer portal obviously and junior college players and you know that that spring team that we had i don't know if there's a player left that was on that team that we had there i mean we, most of them are gone we have some but i'm just saying we totally totally uh, gutted the roster if you will and went out and 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 found guys and had to continue it wasn't easy i mean last fall it wasn't easy my my position was, was difficult we, we just weren't quite there yet but thankfully now i just uh, after going through this year we had a really solid offensive line guys did a nice job you know we had a 3000 yard passer and a 1000 yard back you know and they yeah. haven't had a they haven't had a thousand yard back at Jackson state in a lot of years. And, uh, uh, and of course, Shador Sanders, you know, eclipsed the 3000 mark last week. And I think broke, a, uh, he broke somebody's record with uh, career touchdowns in a season or something. I mean, wow. he's, yeah, he's, he can really throw it. So it, it, there's some, a lot of good things that have happened and obviously we're not done yet. We're still, we're still That's playing. Right. We're still going. Yeah. Hey, show everybody your sweatshirt. I love this. Okay, so it says five equals one. Obviously, offensive line, five equals one. you got to have five doing it the right way every play, man. If you What's don't the thing underneath one, right there? I can't see that part. Jackson State, five equals one, Jackson State. Nice. And I got this, actually, another Brown, who, we, who was a transfer from Louisiana Lafayette, is from the Jackson area, and his mother was the one that came up with these, and she gave the offensive line, and 
and a few of the coaches, these five equals one. Tyler got it from a coach that he had at uh, Louisiana Lafayette that he loved named Rob Sales. And Coach Sales died when he was at Louisiana Lafayette. And oh. Tyler was very close. So I kind of took that slogan. I said, man, I like that. Five equals one. You're exactly right. So we use that. It's it's awesome. You know, we can always learn from somebody, right? And, I, and you learn from your players, too. And That's this, right. That's this guy's right. He's real conscientious, grade A student. He's a student of the game. He plays hard. I mean, just so. And mom's right in the middle of it, too. And she's really cool. So, hey, that's great. I love that. I love that. That's how, that's how it works, you know, when they all buy in and then the team comes first. And it's the O-line that makes their own unit. So that's super cool. Hey, a lot of people that listen to this show and watch this show yeah. – they see clips of Dion on, uh, you know, when he's talking in the locker room or they see him all the time on if they're watching any kind of SEC football on Saturday morning or Saturday afternoon, they see him in all the uh, insurance commercial. I can't remember what insurance it is, but um, um, what is it? Aflac. Yeah, whatever. doesn't matter. Hey, so uh, – Let's talk about him a little bit because you didn't really know him, did you? You just knew you watched him in the NFL and what a phenomenal football player he was. I actually met him. I'll tell you when I met him, but didn't know him. He talked to our 2010 Cotton Bowl team when I was at Ole Miss, the 2009 season. Very cool. Where we played Oklahoma, we played Oklahoma State in the 2010 Cotton Bowl, and Coach Nutt introduced him to the team and he talked to our team. So he had a relationship with Houston. And the reason why I got this job is that he called Coach Nutt when he got it and said, hey, I need an offensive line guy. You covered up your microphone somehow. I don't know. You, you moved your phone or something and covered up your mic. Do you hear me now? Yeah. Yeah, now I got you. Uh, you know, I met Coach Sanders through Coach Nutt because Coach Nutt, you know, Dion talked to our team at at a Cotton Bowl in in, uh, in 2010. And he called Coach Nutt, you know, two years ago looking for a line guy. He says, well, my guy's out of work right now. You need to hire him. So that's there you go. So I got Do you call him Coach Prime or Coach Jackson or Coach Dion? What do you call him? I call him Coach Prime, just Coach, you know. I don't – I never call Dion. I never call him Coach, you know, Coach – Coach, you know, Coach, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's good in front of the team, man. It's fun to listen to him on those little YouTube talks. The thing about Prime is he is, he is his own brand, and he did that a long time ago. I mean, he really is. I mean, yeah. say what the guy has his own deal. He and he beats to his own drum. He really does. I mean, and nobody is nobody can emulate or be who he is. And right. that's what makes him and that's what makes all of us unique. Be yourself. Well, him being himself is prime time. <laughs> and, and he can bring on the prime, he can bring on Coach Sam. I mean, he's just got a He's just got a way of, of communicating and speaking that is unique. And he's a very sharp, smart guy. Yeah, those and kids he, listen you know, to 
And he knows how to, oh yeah. I mean, look what he's done. I mean, he's coach Hagan. He's, he's brought more to HBCU football to our city of Jackson. That's been in turmoil with water from revenue dollars, from people coming to our games. I mean, it's been all positive, positive, positive. And it's not just the football team. It's what he's done for the city. Really? And for HBC. Other than the water, what else has he done with the city? It's just revenue. I mean, and always talking good about Jackson. and Jackson coming out and watching us play and being an ambassador, being a, a spokesman for the city. Yeah. I mean, he, he's always engaging. He's always uh, uh, thankful for the people there, you know, and, and tries to help and. and any way he can with just whatever comes up. So he's very proactive and uh, anything that comes up and especially, you know, with just some of the water problems and the things that have happened there in the city, but he's, he's been a great answer and Mississippi to be quite honest with you. Cause he's, yeah. I mean, let's face it. We're the winningest, we're the winning team in Mississippi. That's uh, right. Let's go. <laughs> that's right <laughs> that's pretty cool man so yeah yeah what it was is. it like yeah. uh like what tell me some similarities between him and coach holtz you think or if there isn't or what do you think i know coach holtz not as fast as me well that's that's a great question I, i'm gonna tell you the thing about prime what's coach prime that's so good he's i think you covered your phone up again. i think you covered up your microphone a little bit do you hear me now? Yeah, I got you. The thing about Coach Prime is it's about the team. It's about dominating. He's always talks to our guys about being a dominant player. Smart, fast, tough, discipline. That's his model. Smart, fast, tough, discipline. Coach Holtz, Coach Holtz used to talk about the same stuff. Maybe not in the light that Coach Prime does, but this guy was the best ever to play the position and for eight years or nine years played professional baseball in the same year as playing football. Who does that? Nobody. So he understands what it is. He wasn't only the best to play his position. He played like three positions. Yeah. And <laughs> you know, sometimes you get hung up that these guys are, they really getting him because he was so talented, but driven now. He wasn't a guy that was going to go out and drink a bunch of beer, smoke a bunch of what? I mean, very driven to be dominant. Yeah. And he was dominant. And so he talks to our team like that. Yeah. And that, that some guys get it. Obviously, some guys don't. But that's his message. That's his mantra. That's his who he is. Yeah. And he does that. Steve, he does that in everything he does whether he's doing a half flat commercial, whether he's doing stuff in, in the media. I mean, he wants to be the best and, and it's contagious. And I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of times he got on my butt about the way our guys play. I mean, nobody is, uh, uh, nobody, <laughs> he'll get on you if he thinks he needs to get on you about something, but he wants it to be great. And that's, that's what I, that's what I appreciate, appreciate about him. I really do. And I've learned a lot from a guy that's just, you know, because you work for somebody like him when you first meet him, this guy's a celebrity. Yeah, He's not right. a ball coach. He's a celebrity. Well, he can put his ball coach hat on real quick, you yeah. know. 
and you just got to, to me now, he's just coach, he's coach prime. I mean, all that other stuff that goes with him, whatever, you know, yeah. I got, that. I get that. You know, so, those kids that you're coaching now were so young. I don't even know how old they were when he was in his prime time, but it's like, well, you, almost, you know, you almost wonder if they even remember, but he was so iconic that. Yeah. He, you know, he was in Barry Sanders class. He's an 88 Florida state because I looked and it's funny. Cause I looked at the playboy play, playboy all America team, Barry Sanders, Deion Sanders, Tracy Rocker, who I coached with, who was at Auburn, Mark Hudson, who was an All-American guard. I was looking at the picture. I see these guys. And I, well, I worked with him. I worked with him. I coached him. And now I work with him. I mean, but yeah, the guys today, how do you res? How can you? But the history of it, you just look him up. I mean, it's uh, you and I know him, obviously. But do these guys really know? Yeah, him? right. I got a question uh, for you. How about this? So. And, and this is not to pick on anybody. This is just to kind of make an observation more than anything. Prime is phenomenal, was a phenomenal player, like a, like a Michael Jordan of his sport, right? Yes. And Or a Magic Johnson, Larry Bird. How come he and how does he go become a great coach when those other guys, and I know we don't know those, I don't know those other guys, but what do you think it is? Where he, you know what he loves making a difference, and he started out that when he he's been in youth football now over in Dallas. I mean, the guy wasn't he was in football and with a high school. You know, one of our you know coach Hart Andre Hart was the head coach at Trinity. It's a private school mm-hmm. outside of Dallas, somewhere, and those guys were the coaches at Trinity, and they traveled all over the place to play teams. But even before that, he was involved in youth football. Always given back. Yeah. You know, I like him with all what he's got. Shoot, he didn't have to do that. He could do whatever he wanted, but he, giving back. So in his heart, there's a place there that I, I love giving back. And I, I'm going to hire some guys to help me. Like we, you know, if I'm my head coach and we're going to attack this thing the way I see it, which is his vision, smart, fast, tough, disciplined. And, and we're going to form to his ideology, which we have. And we try to, you know, convey that daily to our players yeah. and how we're about. And, you know, obviously we've had success, so it's working. Yeah. He also seems like, you know, and I, I only have my point of reference is only what I get to see on YouTube or whatever, but he seems like a real strong Christian man. And when he stands up in, in front of them, he's not ashamed of it. He, he, he just, calls it out. He'll call out scripture to those kids, those players and his guys. And I mean, it's impressive. There's not one foul word that ever comes out of the man's mouth. And he always, when we start off meetings, this is what I love about it. I really do. He's teaching guys to pray. He comes coach Steve. He comes in the meeting room. He says, let's pray. It up. Who's up? Pray it up. Somebody stands up and gives a prayer. If he doesn't like the prayer or just here recently, who hasn't prayed? Stand up. All right. I want to hear a prayer from you. Okay. I want to hear a prayer from you. And so he tries to make it that hey, a lot of these guys probably haven't been, you know, what their spirituality, what their spiritual condition is, what their belief system is. But we talk Jesus and we talk God. Yeah. And we, we apart. So Right there, he's helping. I mean, he is building the kingdom of God. 
I mean, yeah. not just football. He's making a difference for the kingdom of God. And, you know, you got, I respect the heck out of that. And I just really, I do. And I, and I'm telling you when I say that, no, he, there's not a foul word that comes out of the guy's mouth. Now, some of these other guys, maybe me every now and then I'm not, a, but him, he, he's really, really solid. And, yeah, uh, super cool. Uh, and you know yeah. what? Young men, young men need to be trained up by a great uh, mentor leader like that. Well, yeah, because he's trying to tell them, you know, and he talks about that. He goes, we're trying to make men out of you. You're going to be husbands. Uh, you're going to be fathers. You're the leader. You know, you what we're trying to teach you here, we want, I want, he will specifically say, I want you to carry that with you when you're done. This football stuff's important, but this life thing's rude. So there's a lot of life lessons and, and, uh, stories that he brings to them that's impressive and you know if you just sit and listen to him and those guys listen he's got their attention so it's really cool and 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 us as well you know because he says a lot of great things he really yeah. does yeah he's got about the super bowl range and, probably. and whatever the ring from the 49 yeah that's pretty cool um yeah. let's talk about your son i think that's pretty cool your son Elliot wow. is on the USA team bobsled team, right? Yes, he is. Yes, he How is. How in the world did he get on that? Let's talk about that, Elliot. He applied. He saw it online. He saw it being advertised for Team USA bobsled. And he's he always played been tight those... end at Ole Miss, right? He played tight end yeah. at Ole Miss. Yeah. He's a big and linebacker. Yeah, he's about 225 now. And he, he said, he said, I think I want to do that. I want to do something really big. He's always had that, you know, I want to do something big. He went to China and taught for a year. That was big to him. I mean, he just, anyway, he applies online and he's basically in a nutshell. He's a developmental guy that's been training for two years. He's been to Lake Placid on the course there. He's done dry training. He's done on the ice training. He's worked out with his trainers. He's in, he's in Utah right now at Park City where the Olympic, there's an Olympic, there's a track there and he's, and he, they're competing against other countries. The goal for him is to make the Olympics in Italy. Oh. And so he, so he's training, he's working, he's, I'm really proud of how he's worked. I mean, he's changed his body. He's strong. He's trying to become, you know, pushing that pushing that bobsled you you got a, you're a power sprinter yeah so son, let's talk about that did sprinter. he have you ever asked him how much that bobsled weighs and what he you know you know i i mean? haven't but i i do know i do know that the that that the specifications the weight the 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 sled itself the skis how important the equipment is for speed yeah it's got to be good sharpened speed and, and because, you know, they're pushing that thing kind of downhill on the ice, and then you got to jump in. So your takeoff time has got to be great by the yeah. time you get in the sled. Takeoff has got to be great. And then getting in the sled and then the driver making the turns and off those banks, and they is crash. Is it a four-man box or is it a two-man? What is it? He's, well, he was – there's two and four-man. Last last week, him and his driver crashed. I mean, he had a bad crash, going eighty five miles an hour. What? Yeah, yeah. The 
they hit the curve or something in the steering wasn't right. And yeah, they, they put it on its side. He said it was kind of, yeah, he got banged up a little bit, but for him. (laughs) Yeah. He got banged up a little bit. These, these, these amateur guys like my son, our son is, you know, they pay their own way. They try to get sponsorship. He just wants to be a part of team USA. He wants to, he so wants how does to be he afford to eat? Does he have like a side job or, or? Well, the great thing about his job, he works for a small company in Nashville and he's able to do his job while he's out. So he's got a great way in this, his company allows him to do it. Like they like that he's doing it. So it's a win for him. Good. So that's pretty cool. Your internet was breaking up, so I couldn't hear all of that, but it sounds like he's got a real good gig going on. It's, it's way he's really motivated, Steve. He's he's on his second year doing this. He's uh his his girl, he's met a little girl that's uh from New York. She's on the women's bobsled. She's really kicking it. She's he says she's gonna make it. She's really strong and fast and where was she? His, Is she a track athlete somewhere? Yeah, she was something, but he she gets on him about his training methods because she's so darn strong. You know, <laughs> I've seen pictures of her. I haven't met her, but man. Uh, but yeah, he's, you know, they're young. Why not go for it, right? Heck yeah. Heck yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, hey, man, um, I ask everybody this question, and I asked you this last time, so um, I'm not even sure if you remember your answer, but it may have changed. You never know. What after you know working with Coach Prime and all these coaches for 40 years and just coaching and you know five equals one, all that stuff. What's another rep mean to you? <laughs> another rep to me is it means always keep going. Don't ever be satisfied with the one you got work to keep getting better because the more repetitions you get in anything we do, the better you're going to get. You net, you never have, especially in football, coaching these guys, I coach shoot. You better get every step, every hand placement, every drill, right? Because you know what? It's never perfect. And the more you do it, the better you're going to get at that. That applies to anything. Heck, you were telling me that about the weight room. You know, you're on rep nine, you're trying to get 12. I can't get it. Now keep getting it. Get another one that's going to help you, you know. So that's really a great. Another rep means, man, you're getting better. Never and never ever be satisfied. There you go. Never be satisfied. I love it. I'll tell you what, man. You have been getting your reps in. You've changed your body composition a ton just from repping and, uh, and intentionally repping. I should say, not just repping, but intentionally repping. No, you feel a lot better being 61 years old. You know, I don't. I don't have as many tomorrows as I had yesterday's. And I, I, you just become a lot more cognizant, you know, and, and I feel a lot better, you know, and uh, I love to work out. I mean, that's just part of my life. In fact, I told a lady in the YMCA today, I said, when I retire, I'm coming to work for y'all. I'm being here working with people. So get ready. She said, coach, we'll hire you. That I'm coming in here. I'm coming to work. <laughs> you told her, so get ready. <laughs> yeah, get ready. Get ready. Okay. <laughs> hey man, I love having you on the show. Thanks for coming on another rep. And uh we're just gonna keep doing this because you're gonna be in a bowl game 
and you're going to win yeah. that pool game, and then you're going to go play in something else, and who knows where – sky's the limit, right? Sky's the limit, man. We just got uh, – hey, December 3rd in Jackson, Mississippi, we got to win the SWAC championship, and if we win the SWAC championship, then we'll be in the Celebration Bowl in Atlanta, Georgia on December 17th, so that's the goal, man. we got to get back there. We a bitter the loss last 13 yeah be win the swag and then go get your swag on right that's right exactly coach mike thanks so much for coming on the show i love having your story on this show i love talking to you uh i love being your roommate at notre dame all that kind of stuff so it's just been a great journey for us and uh, your journey is going to continue. You're coaching and uh, just having a great time. Again, hey, if you like this show, hit like, hit subscribe, tell your friends, tell all your people, and let's just keep repping. I am out.